0: salutations and shit folks welcome 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 back to another episode of your new favorite travel podcast travel shit where i your host d carry have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life so i appreciate y'all being here every week it is my absolute pleasure to come and shoot the shit it's me talking to the camera because this is also on the YouTubes scroll down to the uh, description box and I started including the link to the YouTube video um, in the description so if you are interested in seeing this adorable brown face uh, slide on over and show me some love on YouTube as well so I'm gonna just jump into this week's episode because I would like to keep it short and cute like myself um, and hopefully uh eat dinner so i just wanted to go through some light fun kind of travel related um questions and fantasy uh fantasy world here if and read news and fantasies that's what we're probably gonna call it, the episode so first motherfucking question what travel movie would you be in so also while we're on the topic, I would love to hear what your answers to any of these questions are. So shoot me an email, dcarry at travel and Simple. Um, travel movie I would be in. It took me a while to think this one through. So I was thinking, oh, what movies about travel are there? And I talked about that a couple of weeks. Uh. Two, week, two weeks recently, I spoke about last week there being a lack of highly recognizable is the fairest way to say it. There's a lack of recognizable travel movies with a black lead. Um, shout out to my mom uh, who pointed me in the direction of Juanita with Alfrey Woodard. And that was the feedback right now that I can remember about Black travel movies. But other than the episode about the lack of such, check that out and see where I went with that conversation. It's the episode right before this. I spoke about Hector and the search for happiness. Absolutely, absolutely enjoyed that movie. Almost said loved, but a couple of things I would probably want to tweak, but overall really enjoyed the movie. So I was thinking kind of like real... I don't wanna say real deep, but I was really thinking travel movies. But the first thing that came to mind, and then even the second one that came to mind, neither one of them is deep. The first one I thought of was Just Married with Brittany Martin. And I wanna say Ashton Kutcher. I saw it back, I think it came out in nine, two thousand between 2003 and 2009, maybe 2011. I don't know, I'm usually better at guessing the dates. And I actually just, I had to look it up just to um, remember what the title of the movie was. Cause I remembered Brittany Murphy, but um, couldn't remember the title. I thought that one first. And I thought it first because it's like a cute road trip with a couple. I don't even remember if they stayed together in the end. I would hope that I would stay with my partner as long as it made sense to, but I thought of that because I absolutely want to take a really extended road trip with my boyfriend. I've always wanted to do a, I call it a honeydew trip. I feel like if we can spend two weeks together and, you know, come out of the trip, loving each other still, then let's get married kind of thing. Like, yeah, we can deal with, you know, um, being married that just always seemed to make sense to me because i feel like being that close to someone for that long of a time in such tight quarters really will either aggravate frustrate and really turn you off of the person or not necessarily strengthen your bond but i feel like you'll go through enough shit on that trip that you can kind of have a good gauge of whether or not this is somebody that you kind of want to do a long haul life trip with, right? As in being married. Uh, But decided against that as my choice and went with fucking forgetting Sarah Marshall. Love that movie. And I would want to be um, Mila Kunis character. I would want to be that chick, not necessarily... Because she, you know, I just wouldn't want to be Sarah Marshall. She was a bitch. I would rather be someone that decided to, granted, I don't like that she kind of just dropped it all to go be with her boyfriend, the crazy dude. Um, But that, I want to say bravery, but I don't know if that's the sentiment I really want to I guess the bravery or the conviction to kind of just fuck it. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to pick up and move and figure it out when I get there. So ultimately I would, um, I too would like to try that for myself, but the movie is funny as fuck. And do they end up together at the end? Like I can always remember. I like, you know what? I always really remember detail to supernatural Supernatural is like my favorite show, and I've seen so many of the episodes so many times that when I'm trying to catch my boyfriend up on the show because we started binging again, I really pulled him into my world, and he is now invested in Supernatural. But I can tell him all the details because I've seen most of the episodes like six times already. Uh, But I have a pretty shit time remembering all the details from movies because once I see it, I enjoy it. I move on i don't really retain stuff i don't retain stuff in general very well but details i'm touch and go with this that being said forgetting sarah marshall funny as fuck he went on this incredible vacation some beautiful ass hawaii and that's the one that i went with so if i had to be in any movie where the characters travel like a travel movie it would be that one um i'm going to Should I skip this one? And yeah, I'm gonna save that one for the second to last one. So I'm gonna come back to this uh, question that I listed second. If I could redo any trip, as in go back, make changes, redo. If I could go back, switch it up, change it, Do it in a way where kind of like when you, if I know, if I knew then what I know now kind of situation, if I could redo any trip, I did a very similar answer to what I did with the first one. I had a first answer, but then I realized "Mm, not so much. Here's a better one. So my first answer was Costa Rica. But then I thought back and I'm just like, no, I had my fun in Costa Rica. But I feel like I didn't really get a sense of what actual Costa Rica is like. I did a lot of touristy shit. I didn't really do anything, um, nothing that really got me in touch with or gave me a feel for how people in Costa Rica live differently than I do. I didn't do any kind of, cultural immersion or any real, um, connecting or interacting with any locals except for the locals that were my tour guides. So I ended up doing an incredible, incredible, incredible day. Sadly, I Googled them. Um, I've Googled them a few times over the years just to make sure they were still going. And I believe they closed. Tsurubari was like a nature wildlife reserve kind of, I want to say action park, but I don't know if it was an action park, but I did horseback riding, which was fucking beautiful. I, it was, I don't know if it's considered unassisted. Like I didn't have anybody holding the horse. I just had a guide in front of me and a guide behind me. And we just rode through the fucking jungle. And it was beautiful. Some of the most beautiful views I've ever seen in my life. Um, We also did a nature walk where I ate termites. And my guide was mad chill, mad cool, really easy to engage with and uh, converse with. And he um, was actually my guide through all three of the different components of the um, day. And I started with ziplining. I think ziplining was first, which was wild. It was like over the trees in the jungle. I want to say it at the time had some record of being either the highest or the longest or like the fastest zip line. It was the somethingest of like all the zip lines, if not in that region, the world. Again, details. I just know it was fun as fuck. I was scared as shit, but I had a really good time. also went over, like we walked across like a suspension bridge, which was a little oof. This is weird. I can do it. That was fun. Um, and then we did like a nature hike and they had like a lot of animals on the reserve, like kind of like a petting farm kind of fashion. So I got to hold, I want to say it was a crocodile, not an alligator, but a little baby one. I got to, um, see like wild boars, I think, and some kind, some kinds of fowl, um, which is a bird, uh, like a, but a land bird, like a turkey, a chicken, a rooster or something around a peacock, something in that family. I don't remember what it was. And then we did like a, so you can grind sugar cane down and create a really, like a molasses kind of byproduct and they would make like a sugar candy out of it. But I got to push the cane through the gears. I mean they were y'all, I don't know what the fucking name of it, but I got to process the sugar cane through the the thing with the ox that would walk around. So got to Ox. Um, but Turubari was fucking vibe. It was magical, cool. and the food there was so fucking good. Damn, that shit was good. It was really good. Hiked up Aranal volcano, um, or it was. I'm pretty sure it was actually Aranal. I can. I got to go through my Airbnb experiences. I'm pretty sure I booked it through there, but that hike was nice, and to be able to look at the surrounding areas, the landscape was beautiful. I ended up doing. um. Baldy Hot Springs, which it was nice, cute, but it was mad romantic, and I was there by myself and pretty fresh after a breakup at that, so oof, that part was rough. But oh, and also, I had a really, really great time at their museum. There is a museum in San Jose, and I. Walked actually I walked around did I walk first or did I do the museum first I think I did the museum first but the museum was mad chill found out there was a lot of Black history in Costa Rica which I had no clue about like I did not know that that there were Black Costa Ricans shout out to Sadie of Soul Life Travel who was a guest about a year ago give or take and she really does an incredible job of hosting travelers. Well, not necessarily hosting. She is a travel guide, travel, not a travel guide. Damn, I'm fucking it up. A travel agent. And she arranges itineraries and tours and experiences in Costa Rica, but especially um, ones that will pour back into the communities and is especially prevalent in the black ass area of Costa Rica. So I didn't know until after the fact that there's actually a um, community of black Costa Ricans. That was news to me, but that's why I initially thought of Costa Rica first, because I would have very much so enjoyed going to that side of the island. I want to say it is, uh, about a, it's a really, really healthy trip from San Jose. I feel like it's like four hours, if not longer, like it's a really so it, it takes a lot to get to that side, at least at the time that I would learned of it. I don't know if anything has changed since it made it much easier to get to that um, area or if it's just something you eat it, you do it, you stay there the whole time and it ends up being worth it that's what my assumption is. But again, that's why I would want to re- redo the trip. Cause I'd want to know the best way to get there so that I can get that experience because I enjoy experiencing black culture across the globe. The diaspora is of, it's always like the top thing on my list of things to, um, see experience when I go someplace. However, I also try to kind of balance it with, okay, so what is, easy for me, what is also most affordable to me in this general area. So if I know that I want to go to a location and I specifically want to do like really just beach chill, what does my spirit say that I need at this time in my life? I am going to honor that first and then whatever area that brings me to I would then try to consume and engage with as much black history in that area as possible. So it would follow that if you got an entire country and you are really just in the space for beaching that you would go to the beach and then see if you can find and support black owned and just um, black based and black inspired, not black inspired. We don't want to do that, but um black culture in that general space. So I ended up doing uh, a lot of fun shit in Costa Rica, but I kind of left kind of, oh, I wish I would have been able to experience that. But I decided to go with Barcelona because Barcelona, sad as it is, I did not get to experience almost at all. I tried to save money. Well, I did save money. I'll never forget. My trip cost me $600 and like 22 cents. And that is because I stayed about an hour outside of Barcelona in like the mountains, which were beautiful, but it was mad dry, nothing to fucking do. And it ran me $90 in car fare one way, $90 from the airport to the place I was staying really nice place. But I was so far that I didn't get to get an experience of Barcelona I ended up spending an evening in Barcelona, but that was after doing a day tour. So pro tip, day trips are an incredible way to experience different parts of the area that you are visiting outside of where you may be, um, where you have your accommodations. So if you're staying in the capital, but there is a city, three, four, 10 hours away that's of interest to you or has an activity or something that you wanna fuck with, a day tour essentially is going to take that six hours to get there, six hours to get back, and then you end up spending like four hours at your location or something like that. So what I ended up being able to get out of my trip to Barcelona was a day tour that took me to Northern Spain, where we visited this really, really cute city or town uh, called Paga. And then we drove to Andorra, which is a country between Spain and France. We had time to um, shop in Andorra and it's all duty-free basically. So it's um, beautiful shopping options, but no taxes at all. So yeah, shopper's paradise. Um, and then we went to France. So we got to visit the town of Allotherms and we did like the natural hot springs. We ate there and you know, if you stopped at shops or anything along because you had a little bit of, a couple of hours there where you could eat, do the springs, and just kind of enjoy the space there. So Baga was nice. We did breakfast there, walked around, did like a mini tour of the area, like a walking tour. Um, coffee, croissants, and all that other kind of shit. I'm not a pastries girl, but them shits was rocking. You hear me? They were so good. And they were also very fresh. Like we got there wild early and they were basically opening up by the time we got there. So although I didn't really get to, oh, so after the bus tour, we ended up getting dropped back off in the city of Barcelona. Like we, I took another expensive as expensive ass taxi to get to the city, like the heart of the city in Barcelona. And that's where we met the group to take the bus tour. So the bus also drops you off there as well. And then you figure your way back to wherever you're staying. So I had made friends with a uh, woman who was there with her husband. I feel like they were both dentists, but he was there on like a dental work retreat tour kind of speak. I don't know. He was there for some work shit and she wasn't, but she came with him. And so she was free. So it was like, all right, well, I'm going to have fun. And so we ended up getting really cool and we decided she found out or knew about a, I guess you could say a street fair or, um, like a night bazaar. There was a bunch of community organizations and shit that were coming in and dancing. You had food, you had music vendors. It was a really, really nice time. And that we ended up taking a train someplace near the water I want to say it was near a museum. Was it near like the, I feel like it was their national history. There was a big dinosaur outside. So I guess it was a museum of natural history, but it was in that general area near the water. I remember there was a huge Ferris wheel that I do not believe was part of the, um, the event that we had gone to. But another pro tip, look into the community that, or the communities that are around where you're going to be, or at least, in areas that you think you may stop at and see if there are any local events or quote, well, you know, not quote, but air quotes, free shit for you to do while you're there. So you ain't the only person that's gonna be there. People actually live, work, and experience vast portions of their lives there. So it follows that there's actually something that people from there like to do as well, and that you could actually take advantage of it. And thankfully we were able to take advantage of this community event and mad fun, mad, mad, mad fun until my phone battery died and I had no way to get back. Thankfully she helped me get a taxi, but I should have had her translate for me, um, where I was going because then the driver, God bless him. So patient. He was asking me if I was okay with taking the toll route, but I don't, I very limited Spanish and I didn't, uh, I didn't understand what he was saying. So we basically had to try to charge my phone in his car and he waited for that to happen so that I could get to Google translate and he could ask if that was okay. So God bless him, man, patience. Okay. This is why I try to be patient with people because I've had patient be, I've had people be patient with me in my travels and it has ultimately kept me safe and kept me happy. Um, So, yeah, I would absolutely redo Barcelona. I would spend the extra money to stay in the city so that I could actually walk around and experience the city and get a feel for what Barcelona really is, as opposed to the, you know, that one little experience for a few hours that I had at the fair, if you will. So, that's what I would redo. Now, if I had to redo a trip and keep everything the same. Like what trip would I absolutely repeat? That one is easy. That's Hartford. I had the most incredible, incredible time in Hartford. My boyfriend and I went out there, maybe June, May, June, I guess. Could have been July. Don't particularly know but we went out there not too long ago. We had the perfect trip. When I tell you everything lined up so beautifully. It was like, and mind you, we were only there for one night. We drove in early on Saturday morning. We did horseback riding at Ebony Horsewomen Aquarium. Aquarian? institute i can't remember the full name let me look it up since i have a computer right here because they were gems yeah ebony right here ebonyhorsewomen.org okay ebony horsewomen equestrian and therapeutic center um ehi ebony horsewomen incorporated Equestrian and therapeutic center complete name. If you want to look them up they're there, ebonyhorsewomen.org amazing time. We got to actually meet and I would hope to say connect with the horses. I don't know if the horses recipro- reciprocated and felt way about us as well, but we got to like actually meet the horse. We cleaned off the horses. I was down there cleaning the, the hoofs out. Um, you do little drills to get them used to or get you used to giving them directions and them used to listening to you. Then we went on a pretty lengthy hike. I'd say over a mile. Over a mile. I think we walked about 30 minutes, give or take. Um and that was us on horseback. Our guide was walking. Our, you know, trainer, she's one that taught us all the she was with us the whole the whole step. Well, not the whole step, the whole process. The whole process, she was there to, you know, walk us through to make sure we didn't hurt ourselves or the horses. And um when we came back, we got to like get them ready so that they can eat. Like you had to hose them down, cool them down so that they can eat. So that was a beautiful experience. After we did that, we checked into the Goodwin Hotel. Absolutely beautiful. I discovered at after this trip is when I realized why I'm not really a fan of hotels. I feel like it costs so much to get a hotel with character, with personality, right? One that stands out and kind of aligns with, and also gives you the space. I also don't like feeling like I'm stuck in one room, um, any longer than like a day. So it, it helps to be able to have like a living space and then like a bedroom space to kind of separate where you can go watch TV, kick it, eat, have your drinks or whatever. And then when it's time to go to bed, go to bed and not have to like, you know, take your plate off the bed, put it on the dresser or on the counter or something, and then go to sleep kind of thing. So I, and also I feel like hotel rooms are really generic and sterile like they, there's no they could have beautiful art you could have a com- I've had some of the best sleeps I've ever had in hotels the mattresses be comfortable as fuck pillows also make a difference always love that and appreciate that however there's no personality and I like a little pizzazz a little razzle fucking dazzle so I prefer Airbnbs that being said the good one was wildfly Absolutely loved the hotel. It was my first experience at a five-star hotel and it did not disappoint. And after we did horseback riding, we checked in, showered, changed, and then we went to the Russell, Black-owned restaurant, had an incredible dinner, ended up just making it to check my little cousin Abe, do a live performance, first time I saw him live, that was excellent it was a really really nice little show that the kids put together abe did so well and he's also the young man that wrote the travel and uh theme song so thank you abe check him out and then after that we ended up going to get drinks and some more bites because vacation eat when you're hungry um well i eat when i'm hungry in regular life but We ended up going to eat afterwards. I think we ended up getting beer and mac and cheese. That mac and cheese was so damn good. Like best mac and cheese I'd ever had. I really want to go back and see if it's like consistent, honestly. See if that shit is still good or if it was a fluke. After we ate, we ended up walking back to the hotel. But before we went into the hotel, we stopped in the park because there was a jazz fest that weekend that we were there again. One, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was there. That was total surprise. However, look these things up. If you've got a flexible window with which that you're going to travel, it can't hurt to Google what's going on in the area so that you can decide, well, if it's between the first week of the month and the last week of the month, and the last week of the month, they're actually having a film festival that you'd be interested in checking out then you go the last week of the month, right? But if you don't look it up, you fuck around go to the first week of the month, find out in the middle of the month that they actually were having something you would have liked to do and you could have been there for it. It's going to suck. So, can't hurt. Just Google location events and the date. That should work. Um so we walk to the park, listen to some live music, watch some dance performances, and we went back to the hotel. There ended up being like a wedding party there. They were mad chill. Um, talked to some of them for a little bit, and then niggas went upstairs and knocked the fuck out. We slept like four-year-olds. Like it was like a really long day, full day, perfect day. It felt like we were had it felt like we had been there for the entire weekend. But it was really just the one day. Next day we woke up, went to brunch. And then we ended up going back to the park, listen to some more music. Well, actually, when we went to the park, we mostly focused on some of the vendors because it was dark when we went the night before. I had no clue there were vendors. I was drawn to the bright stage and the music and the dancing. So I had no clue that there were actually vendors um, on the far end, like away from the stage. So the next day we ended up just going and checking out some vendors and of course, listening to some of the music. After brunch, then we took our houses home. I could not have asked for a more perfect trip. I had such a great time. It was like a really long date. And it was like, it was a really long, perfect date. I absolutely loved it. So if you ask what trip I would ever do exactly the same again, swip my baby back to Hartford. Let's see. Okay, so I've got three more questions I'm gonna hit. Next one, if you had to assemble a group of people, oh, if you had to assemble a group trip of people you don't know, which three people would you choose? So I chose Owned by Femme. I wanna say her name is Renee for some reason. I don't quite remember. Um, Check her out on the Instagrams. Shorty is sickeningly gorgeous like how does that even happen gorgeous and she just seems so down to earth mad cool she's a water baby loves the fucking water and it can't hurt to have beautiful people on your trip because listen people want to help pretty people so if we need something sorry girl we would send you to ask okay like you're gonna be really hard for people to say no to unless of course they just feel like intimidated by your appearance and they just want to get rid of you. And then they might not really help you, but otherwise she seems mad cool. She's well-traveled and she has plenty of travel connects. So I feel like she would be a good person to have the bring along and to come along and to really be part of the crew so that she could kind of be the bridge between known and unknown and, I know a guy. Don't worry. I'll call so-and-so. Oh, we're going to be there. I know this guy or, oh, she's this. Don't worry about it. I'm going to call her. She'll be blah, blah, blah. So I feel like owned by fan would be perfect for that. I said also, who else did I add? I had Rihanna was next because wild money. So we could do legitimately whatever we wanted. Also, she's got a philanthrop- a philanthropic spirit. So I feel like even though she's got mad bread for us to end up on yachts and drink and eat to our heart's content, all of the things that we wanna try and enjoy, that we would also be able to do good while we're there. Um, we'd be able to find some pocket of community where we could share our gifts and resources and actually be helpful to the people whose homes we were popping in and visiting. I ended up also, I ended on Toby Weigwe because I figured can't hurt to have a man on the trip who can pick things up and put them down. Um. Also because he loves the fuck out of his family. And I feel like, oh, also hella black. And talented as fuck. So hoping for some really good music between him and Rihanna. If not Rih, you know, I guess she's really not on the music thing right now. I'm cool with just Toby being the musical interlude. Um, but also I love the way he, I don't want to say upholds. I don't think that's the, the, um, word I'm going for. He openly loves the fuck out of his family. And I just think that it's such an admirable quality. Also, I don't want somebody that I feel like is always going to be breathing on my neck or always trying to holler at somebody. I don't want some, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really want that energy on the trip. I want us to all pull up. We're homies. Everybody is going to just have a great time. Um, so I feel like, uh, I could appreciate that type of energy. And now again, I don't know this man. I would hope that my perception would be correct, but you know, that's the vibe I get. The vibe I get is that he could absolutely be in a space of women and easily keep it platonic and that not be, you know, an issue for him. One could hope. Right. And so In my little perfect world, that would be that. And I added as an honorable mention, Anthony Bourdain. um, Only because if this is a fantasy list, why not step to the other side, right? Boyfriend loves Anthony Bourdain. And I, of course, would want to bring boyfriend on the trip with me. But if I could not and I had to go on a trip without him, I would at least want to be able to bring back a bunch of um memories and stories and be able to say oh my god i went on this really dope trip with this dude that you fucking love so now we're friends and you get to talk to him whenever you want to or now i've got these memories and stories that i can share with you and you know it's just now a single degree of separation between the two of you so you know cuz i'm a great girlfriend the next one i have is If I could have, if you could have any superpower that would only work abroad, what would it be? That was an easy one. It would be telekinesis because that's always the superpower that I would want. I think that it would be perfect for safety reasons. Like I could absolutely keep myself safe that way because poof be gone. You know, like shoe fly don't bother me. I could easily, um, Get people off of me without having to do any work i don't have to be strong to protect myself i don't even really need that much skill to protect myself whoosh fly this chair uh into the door or you know um, i don't know break the knob off so that it's locked that you gonna know, get what i'm saying right telekinesis is the be- the ability to move things with your mind um so fun fact about me i as a kid used to really think that if I practiced hard enough, I might be able to, <laughs> to harness said power. Um, I want to say Matilda and Animorphs were, cause I was always in a book, always, always in a book. And it was pro it was probably between one. Of, I think Matilda may have been like the first where the first one where I was like, hmm, this might be a thing. And then also you had like shows like Secret World of Alex Mack or Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Secret Life of, Secret World of Alex Mack. Did I say that one? Um, that whole era of Nickelodeon shows. And then of course Animorphs, like I said. So I was absolutely, like I would legit sit and practice and concentrate and really try to make the shit happen. But I've always been a big believer, if you will. So I would absolutely want the power of telekinesis. Uh, What, uh, is this the last one? Mm, I think it is, yes. And so last one. If you could have one sense increased, like superhero style, and, and by increased, I mean heightened. Like if your superpower were like one of your five senses were five senses, not a sixth sense, but your five senses. Uh, Because if I had the ability to choose from, if the sixth sense were included, ooh, would I even want that one? Hmm. Part of me says yes, like a stronger intuition, but I also don't know that I would want that. I feel like that might be a bit overwhelming. So I'll stay with my original answering and I would, my original answer, and it would absolutely be hearing. Not sight, not feels, not smell, not taste. Feels, I don't wanna be overwhelmed. Do not overwhelm me. I don't, I already, whenever I think of feeling, even though I know it is the physical sensation, variation of feel, I always think of emotions, feelings, and I'm, I'm immediately, turned off, don't give me more feelings than I already have, my very emotional motherfucker. Don't need more of those. Taste, I'm good. I can taste fine now. I wouldn't necessarily, I appreciate my taste at the level that it is, so I can't see that I would really want to um, impact it in any different way. I'm comfortable where I'm at. Same with smell. I already have actually a pretty strong I it's kind of a dog nose. I smell everything. Um something's wrong, something's amiss or something's brewing cooking. The nose knows. I pick up on it. Um and so it became it came down to hearing and sight. And I in my older age, I feel like I can sometimes feel easily overwhelmed when too much stuff is happening where it's just like, okay, I just want to concentrate on one thing. All of this is becoming like, I don't want to be overwhelmed. I don't want to, you know, see so much that I'm not able to process what I'm seeing. Also, I don't think that being able to see any better is going to help me remember anything any better. So just cause I can see better, like what is, so I see it, now what? You know what I mean? I don't think that with, I think that if say memory were um, a sense that I could throw on the list, I'd go with memory, but it's not. So I don't necessarily feel the need to heighten my sense of sight i can already see relatively well and i'm gonna need glasses at some point but i wouldn't be you know uh, against getting contacts or glasses maybe even lasik at some point but that whole idea of that shit it happening with your eyes open freaks me out i might be one of those people that would have to forego LASIK just because of the creep factor. So I went with hearing. And I absolutely think that a superhero level of hearing could keep me so much safer, especially in the sense that I'd be able to hear what my intuition may be picking up on. You know how sometimes you could feel tense energy in a room Or sometimes you feel like somebody is walking up on you or someone is like getting closer or that there's something going on, uh, relatively nearby. Like you get the feeling like the the energy just shifts, right? So with an increased ability to hear, I'd be able to hear someone approaching me. I'd be able to hear someone plotting. I'd be able to hear someone saying, you know, oh, look at her. She's so-and-so in a... What's the word I'm looking for? Either a degrading way or in, a, in an uplifting way. You get my difference. Like you can hear the tone. You can hear the context through the text. So I think that with the superhero ability to hear, I'd be able to use that to my advantage because I don't even have to turn. I don't have to look. I don't have to um, give up my advantage. That's something that you can kind of hold in your pocket and nobody necessarily has to know, right? You are able to kind of hear what's going on. Like, did somebody drop the spatula in the back? Did I hear them rummaging for another one? Or did I hear you just pick it up and flip something? You know what I mean? Shit like that. I, I don't know. I think it's stuff like that. So I'd want to hear what's going on because it's one of those things that you can pick up on what's going on without having to obviously let someone know that you know what's going on. So it's that kind of, advan- it's a secret advantage. Whereas with sight, I'd still have to be looking at you for you to, you know, for me to see what all is happening. Whereas if you're plotting on me and i I'm not even looking at you. I'm sipping my coffee, but I'm hearing your entire conversation about you talking about trying to, you know, run up on me. But if I'm looking at you, you may think that I can hear what you're saying or read your lips and you'll know, and then try to figure out a way to, you know what I mean? Still sneak up on me. I don't know, but I feel like if I can hear it, But I don't have to let you know that I know that something is amiss, that something is awry and unsettling, that I'll have the upper hand. And to some extent, I could use that. Not to some extent. I would absolutely use that to, you know, have an advantage over the people around me. And I would use that to keep myself safe and other people safe. So those are my redo and fantastical, uh, questions. I really wanted to just do something light. I didn't necessarily want to, um, you know, go into anything too deep and I wanted to have some fun. And I did. So appreciate y'all for showing up this week. I would love to hear what some of your answers are. Shoot me an email, dcarry at travelingshippodcast.com. If you have any other commentary on the podcast suggestions, if you have some questions you want to ask, my inbox is open. It's the digital world. It's the internet. It doesn't close. So whatever time it is where you are or whatever time you are up, just scrolling and shit, shoot me a line folks. And, um, I hope you were able to pick up some of the nuggets that I dropped along the way. And I hope that this conversation kind of just gave you the Reminder that travel is so much more than vacation, guys. It doesn't necessarily have to be, conversations around travel don't have to be destination-based. They get to be experience-based. They get to be, you know, emotionally-based. They get to be idea-based. You can talk about travel in so many different variations, and it doesn't just have to be about, I went here, I did this. It can also be, I went here, did this, and this is how I feel. I went here, I did this, and this is what I would do different, and this is how I feel I'm different. So that's what I'm here for every week, and I'll see y'all motherfuckers again next week. All right, y'all. Bye.